0: Thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced, and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. Hello everyone, I trust that you'll enjoy this week's special broadcast with Brother Scott Caldwell. Brother Caldwell will be preaching our mission revival starting this Saturday night, March the 5th at 6 p.m. and then Sunday morning and Sunday night, 11 a.m and 6 p.m. and then monday and tuesday night at 7 p.m. you're welcome we'd love to have you join us march 5th through the 8th here at northwood baptist church for missions revival with brother scott Caldwell. And right now we're going to hear from brother Cole Which was committed to my trust. Therefore, I want you to know this morning, ladies and gentlemen, that the Apostle Paul recognized what I believe God would have you and I to recognize this morning. And that's the fact that God has entrusted us with a very precious, a very powerful thing. Just as Paul had been entrusted with the gospel then, today in the year of 2014, God has entrusted us with that same gospel. man. I say that the Bible is very clear the Bible is very clear not only what the gospel is but the Bible is also very clear as to what you and I should be doing with the gospel because Jesus said in Mark chapter 16 and verse number 15 at the latter portion of the verse go ye into all of the world and preach what the gospel the gospel to every creature there's something that I trust the Holy Ghost of God would get beyond your intellect to the point that it finds a lodging place in your heart. And that is this fact. Where there is a creature, God intended for there to be a preacher. God's will is for all men to hear the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and that gospel has been committed now to our trust and every time I think about that it tends to make me want to get busy doing with the gospel what God has commanded us to do with the gospel. It sort of makes me feel like the apostle Paul must have felt when the Holy Spirit inspired him to pen 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 16 when he said Said, Woe unto me if I preach not the gospel. Hear me this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus said in John chapter number four, in verse 35, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Whether or not a lost and dying world ever experiences salvation from their sin ultimately will depend upon what you and I, who have been entrusted with the gospel, ultimately decide to do with the gospel. And therefore, since the gospel has been committed to our trust, there are just a very few things directly from your King James Bible this morning that I want to call your attention to before we dismiss today. First of all, notice here in the text before us, number one, the rejoicing in being entrusted with the gospel. Can I call your attention to the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that Paul never considered being trusted with the gospel as a burden. He never considered being entrusted with the gospel as a hardship. Absolutely not. According to the text before us, Paul rejoiced in the fact that God had seen fit to entrust him with the gospel. Notice what he said at the first portion of verse four. Paul began the verse by saying, But as we were allowed of God, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, Hear me this morning, Paul never led us to believe that God had to beat him over the head to get him to serve him by sharing the gospel. Absolutely not. Sharing the gospel did not produce regret in Paul's life. Sharing the gospel produced rejoicing. Oh, and God get us to the point that you and I would see that same truth in our own lives. When it comes to the service of the Lord, listen, it isn't that we have to serve the Lord. Man, are you kidding? It's that I get to serve the Lord. It isn't that I have to work a bus route. Man, it's that I get to work a bus route. It isn't that I have to sing in the choir. It's that I get to. It isn't that I have to knock on doors. It isn't that I have to go soul wedding. It isn't that I have to be the general director of Macedonia World Baptist Missions of Braselton, Georgia. It's that I get to. We see Paul's rejoicing in being entrusted with the gospel. Every time I think about that, I think about the first church that I pastored. The first church that I pastored, I was a tri-vocational preacher. And what I mean by that is uh, I was the pastor of the church. But the church was so small, they could not afford to pay me uh, a, a salary that I needed to live on. And so uh, Cassie and I, we were there at the church, of course, and i pastored the church. But I also worked part-time in a car wash. And believe it or not, I was the morning DJ on a gospel radio station in Jonesville, North Carolina. 15:40 a.m. WJOS playing the very best in southern gospel music. That was what I did. That was like getting paid to play. Oh man, I loved it. I loved it. But I did those things because of the blessing of being able to be in the ministry. Now, I've learned a lot since then, brother Paulie. When the deacons first approached me about becoming the pastor of that church, I said this. I said, "Look, I'm not even interested in what you're going to pay me. I'll pay you if you'll let me come." Should not have said that because they were willing to take me up on that, amen. But I'll tell you what a blessing. What a blessing. Man, Brother Paulie! I couldn't believe that. I got to preach every single Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesday night. It wasn't a burden. It was such a blessing. And after all of these years, almost 22 years of pastoring and now going to full-time mission work, planning churches all over the world, it's not that I have to. Man, it's that I'm allowed to. Oh, serving God, living for God, giving your best to Jesus. Oh, you ought to thank God and rejoice. that out of all the people in the world, God called you to go to Crown College. God called you to be a Bible student. It isn't that you have to study for that exam. It's that you get to. I noticed I didn't get many amens on that point right there. So we see number one. The rejoicing in being entrusted with the gospel. But we not only see the rejoicing. Secondly, notice the repercussions. Not everybody rejoiced in Paul sharing the gospel. Notice two things that the Bible specifically calls our attention to. That Paul had to endure for the gospel's sake. According to verses 1 and 2. For yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you that it was not in vain. But even after that we had suffered before and were shamefully entreated, as ye know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God. Watch your Bible with much contention. Can I ask you this question? Do you see the repercussions of Paul being entrusted with the gospel? Paul specifically mentions two. First of all, he says, I endured suffering for the gospel's sake. Paul specifically mentions the suffering at Philippi in verse 2. I won't take the time to read it, but you can read it for yourselves in Acts chapter 16. How that Paul was beaten literally how that he was imprisoned for the gospel's sake, Paul endured suffering. Paul also was entreated shamefully, according to the text in verse 2. You need to understand this morning, friend, that the enemy isn't going to sit idly by and applaud a child of God's efforts as he or she takes their being entrusted with the gospel seriously. I want you to know that there will be times you and I will suffer for the gospel's sake. There will be times when you and I will be in shamefully entreated. But isn't that exactly what Jesus reminded us of in John chapter 15? Jesus said, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hateth you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. I'm simply telling you this morning, sooner or later, if you get excited about your being entrusted with the gospel to the point that it moves you into action, sooner or later, there's going to be some repercussions. Sooner or later, there's going to be some valleys along with the mountaintop experiences. Sooner or later, there will be some opposition. Before I came to the chapel service today, I got up early, I wanted to pray and read my Bible, and I, after I was uh, finished with my devotions, I put in the 25th anniversary celebration of Dr. Sexton and Miss Evelyn and what the Lord had done here at Crown College. And Dr. Sexton said something on that video that I don't think I will ever forget. He said, the door of opportunity always swings on the hinges of opposition. Now, I want you to know something. You got to get this in your heart this morning. If your life is going to count for Christ... I want you to know it'll cost you something. Salvation is free, and I'm certainly thankful that it is. We don't earn it, we don't deserve it. Ephesians 2 and 8, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Ephesians 2 and 9, not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation is free. It is a gift from God. But I want to tell you something: to know God's touch, to know God's power, to be used of God to the fullest extent. It'll cost you something. There will be some repercussions along the way. But I'm so thankful as God inspired the Apostle Paul to pen this text that the story just doesn't end with the repercussions. And the reason that I say that this morning is because we not only see the rejoicing in being entrusted with the gospel in the text, we not only see the repercussions of being entrusted with the gospel, but we finally see the reward. And in fact, I think you'll see the reward of being entrusted with the gospel was actually twofold. Uh, First and foremost this morning, as a result of Paul taking his being entrusted with the gospel seriously, number one, sinners were prepared for heaven. You'll see that in verse number one. For yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you, watch your Bible, that it was not in vain. Paul came to Thessalonica preaching the gospel and it wasn't in vain. As a result of that, many of them were saved by the grace of God and a church was established there in Thessalonica. Did he win all of the Thessalonians? Oh, no but he won some. And will you win everybody that you hand that gospel tract to? No, but you can win some. And what greater reward being entrusted with the gospel than the reward of seeing sinners saved by the good grace of God? That's why the Lord left us here on this earth. Sinners were prepared. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbaptist.org us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637 Yankinville, North Carolina 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.